Welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm Dean Zarbaugh. I'm here at Collision Bend Brewery. I am with uh, Luke Purcell and Ben Northheim Brewers uh, for Collision Bend. Thank you guys for being here. How's Thank your you. day going? Doing well. Doing well now, yeah. Uh, so we uh, talk a little bit about Collision Bend first. Uh, you guys opened uh, just over, what, two years ago? It'll be two years, two years coming ago. up here um, next month, actually. So April 17th, 2017 was our opening day. Yeah, yeah. It, I I remember, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit off air. I remember when when I left Ohio to go to college and stuff. The flats wasn't really anything to come down to at that time. Uh, and now it's really cool to see you guys down here, kind of helping reinvigorate this area. Um, you know, so you opened in 2017. You know, obviously, Luke, you you've been in the brewing industry, you know, for a while now. Um, what was the inspiration to kind of come off and start your own place and and uh, brew here? It, that was really just sort of like more uh, kind of right right timing, right place kind of thing, right group of people. You know, I think as a brewer, all of us are. It's always in the back of your in the back of your mind, or sometimes further towards the front of your mind, to to maybe start your own thing. And uh, I think everybody gets into it. And eventually, at least, is thinking that way. I think you always have to keep an open mind, and I, and I always did. There was other opportunities that had kind of come along, and it didn't seem like the right fit for me personally. And then this just came along just at kind of the right time in my life, kind of the right time. with seemed like the, a great group of people that was getting together. The, it was very appealing to me to be pairing up with uh, people that I thought were going to stress the quality of the restaurant itself Mm -hmm. outside of the beer um, food wise and everything else and really that was really important to me because i think that's a big deal on bigger now than ever um in the competitive world of craft beer everything you can do to set you apart is uh is a big deal and i think food good food with good beer is going to be you know one of those things for me so absolutely and uh ben you we were talking just before we went on you started here uh, March 1st and we're pretty much brewing March 2nd uh, yeah. how, how talk a little bit about that you know you, you uh, did you where were you brewing what's your brewing history as well uh, typically like every other every other brewery started at home probably eight or nine years ago uh, friends got me into it and kind of fell down that rabbit hole instantly um, eventually got a job at the brew kettle and the, the brew on premise helping other people learn how to brew um, when an opportunity arose, I went to uh, Buckeye Canning, which is now Ironheart Canning. So I was helping uh, go to brew different breweries and can beer for them. Um, then I had another opportunity to go back to the brew kettle and actually get in the production side of things oh, nice. and get on the brew stand. Uh, immediately fell in love with that and knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, met up, uh, met Luke a few times before, just casually, like doing some things in the industry, and then. He had a he had the opportunity for a brewer, so I, yeah. I applied for it and crossed my fingers. Nice, that you know it's been awesome. You guys are doing some really great stuff together. Uh, yeah, uh, we're uh, we're sitting in front of the uh, the sunset wheat right now. Uh, this is uh, talk a little bit about this beer. Uh, this is the first beer you guys canned, actually, isn't it? It is the first beer we canned. It's it's uh, this was a beer that was actually formed in in my head. Um, Wait well before we opened. A lot of, I knew people that had worked at our space before when it was the Watermark restaurant, and they worked with me up at Great Lakes. Uh, the, the one gal kept saying, "The sunset, the sunset." 
can't believe the sunset from that patio and she remember it from those watermark days and which i didn't know because the watermark restaurant was one of the finer dining spots down here and it was the one that i usually walked by going to the, <laughs> the uh cheaper establishments if you will um so for me it was just in my head like lake erie sunset or something sunset and there's a lot of beers out there with the name sunset yeah. so making it specific to um to our to our spot and our you know obviously lake erie refers to right Right here, we're on the uh, Cuyahoga River. I almost said Rocky River. <laughs> um, love the Rocky River Brewing guys. Oh, That's yeah. why it's always. Oh yeah, those guys mind. are awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just ha- being right here on the mouth, right by the lake, and seeing that sunset come over here, especially when we first like we're coming down here and seeing this place come together. It was winter time, and even on those nice sunny days, you could see what what everybody was talking about. So, this is one of those rare occasions where the beer name came before the beer itself. Nice, um, and so. The, style appropriate i think we're thinking sunset i wanted something light and approachable um for the diverse crowd we expected to get down here which Mm -hmm. has proven to be pretty pretty true and um it worked out really well it's a beer that appeals to um really a wide range It, it really like has been a little bit more than expected i would say on my part anyway i thought maybe it would just be like that person that really wasn't into craft brew coming in and uh mm-hmm. and having it but i wait. catch i catch ipa drinkers out on the patio having it once in a while so yeah it's, it's a cool. great brew man yeah. you know you if you like uh it, you know i like to get away from stuff you know and if i'm always on ipas or something it's nice to go to something and try something different and this is a really nice this is a really nice uh crushable uh easy drinking brew um numbers i mean but you remember like how much more uh, this was became our number one seller in our first summer and it has stayed there by a, by a wide a, margin almost double of, oh wow of the next closest beer every consistently every summer <laughs> wow that's crazy and for you know for it to be a wheat you know in an ipa heavy dominant market uh that just speaks to the quality in my opinion uh of of the style and and you know the cans of it too uh i remember when those came out those look the, the look on it, the artwork you guys had for yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, so. It stands out on a shelf. Yeah, so that goes, like, that went to our decision. Like, like you said, it was the first one we decided to can when we did a, you know, our first run of, of cans and we brought in the Ironheart guys where Ben used to work to do that. Um, guys and gals, I should say, because <laughs> they have a big crew and mm-hmm. lots of people. Um, they do a great job. The quality's there. We were comfortable with that. Um, it was nice to have Ben, uh, uh, who had been around them, and know that a little bit more than I did even from working with them in the earlier days. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was kind of cool. We chose the Sunset based on sales, based on kind of that was what our customer we were feeling would like to see first. And um, and also because of the imagery that we were, you know, that was in our head, we thought that's going to make a really cool can. And it, it ended up uh, our folks at Epstein Design designed that, was, that can and we just loved it. So it worked out really well on all aspects because of the colors and the, the orange just that bright sunset i mean it even stands out on the shelf so it's like it works in every different way you right. can think you know and that's a hard thing to do these days yeah. to stand out on a shelf yeah. and, um you know there's it's just such a crowded uh, marketplace and anything you guys can do to you know get yourself out there that's that's what you got to do and uh so let's talk a little bit about the the wheat uh is that a style that you guys personally like to drink is that a style you appreciate uh what what is it about wheats that you that you like um, I like the style just because it's it, it is very light and refreshing and easy to drink, uh, especially on like a warm summer day. Um, there's 
I don't know. Sometimes you get overwhelmed with your palate with hops and right. some, even some of the maltier beers, you know. So this is like a nice baseline in between. It's just a good everyday drink of beer. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love brewing this beer. It's because it's so popular. It's, it's yeah. fun to it's fun to brew. Uh, and so there's a, is it oranges? Blood oranges? What's the? Uh, yeah, it's blood orange. Blood orange. Yep. And so how does that? What is what bring? What does blood orange bring out in a beer versus you know? Right. Why did you choose blood orange? Sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very seasonal, which we thought this beer would maybe be, um, which it has become. We've eased into it being, a, and for the canned version anyway, for to be our summer seasonal now, mm. um, which is cool. I think I think that's the right place for it to be. Although we do brew it for draft all year round, um, so you will see it around town a little bit, even in the winter. Definitely on tap down here at, at our pub all year. And that was based on the first time we ran out of it, I think. We got, a, like, an uproar of our new <laughs> new customers. We don't want to make, you know, we're trying to get open and get established. And you don't want to anger the anger your clientele oh, the, first, the first month. So we decided not to run out of that beer again. Well, you know, it paid off very well for you guys. You guys were nominated and voted uh, the number one brew pub in the U.S. Uh, by the USA Today Reader Poll in 2017. And for your first year, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, like talk a little bit about that. Like what, what was, what, what was the craziness behind that? Well, you know what? I don't, we, we saw that pop up and to be honest, we don't know like how we got nominated. And once we got nominated for that, it was like very exciting. And they say that they have USA today says that they have a crew that travels and, and selects, you know, nominates that way. So, um, apparently somebody on that, on that crew like liked us. So that's cool. Uh, it was, it was an exciting time. We were all like making sure our staff was voting because you could vote I think once a day or something and nice that kind of stuff and we got it very excited about it on social media and just it just kept pushing and then all of a sudden we're thinking like if we can just get in the top 10 or something to be kind of cool right mm-hmm. you know here being our first year and then it just kept gaining momentum and I think I really do think Clevelanders got behind it so we oh were yeah. the only ones that were uh, nominated from the area so i think everyone kind of rallied around it because it was a it became a cleveland thing more than just a collision bend thing so right that's kind of cool too i think uh people in cleveland here are really passionate about craft beer i mean we've got such a great scene uh just you know nationwide overall i mean we just have such a wealth of, of great breweries and absolutely great brewers down here so it's it's great to see uh you know the attention given uh, to to this side of things, uh, I think sometimes Ohio gets overlooked for like Colorado and stuff like that, and yeah. uh, everybody's got some great stuff, and it's it's really nice to kind of get out and and uh, and try everything. Uh, so with the sunset, we you know this is a it's a nice easy drinker, uh, not very uh, it's poundable, and it, it's just it, you know in a in a can and everything you know it it's it reminds you of summer even when you come down here in the winter and get it it's ah that's a good that's a good way to put that i like it it's like our our, actually our whole pub atmosphere i think can remind you of summer um even in the winter which is kind of cool that you said that about that beer because i would definitely like to see more people down here in the winter which we're not on an island down here like yeah i think i told you that the other day (laughs) it's kind of crazy but it's beautiful down here all winter and if the sun if the sun does decide to shine one day it's like just awesome down here especially if the if the river's frozen over a little bit and then the yeah. sun comes out it's pretty cool down here and you guys got some miraculous views i mean you guys with the 
with this, the amount of windows you put in this place, I mean, it's awesome. Uh, you get yeah, to, those were here. Well, thank, they, right. thank goodness, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, but, was, that was some old-timer that was building this nice little restaurant down here back in, uh, I don't know. Well, actually, it was probably, um, I, I really couldn't tell you. Probably someone in the watermark did that. I wouldn't imagine when this was a, a chandlery is what this building was called, at a basically supply store for a merchant marines and people mm. that were working out on the lake. I wouldn't imagine the whole front end of it, the river side of it, was covered with glass. Yeah, at the probably. Time. <laughs> God. Uh, so we'll have to credit the watermark uh, people for well, that. Well, good thing they did that because, yeah, uh, and you guys, you know, the patio that you guys do, and you guys have a, a four season patio too. And I mean, it's nice to go out there and just relax and watch the ships kind of come through if they do. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's fun. I've been over to Nautica for concerts and stuff, and my favorite thing to do is watch, like, the, the behind-the-scenes people who haven't been there before. They turn away from the concert yeah. Oh, yeah. and only watch a boat going by. Yeah. And it's like the, you could have, like, Jack White or somebody huge playing, and they're like, no, 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 I want to see this boat. Like, yep. I've never seen a boat this close. We were, we were down there this past summer for a concert, and uh, the, the lead singer kind of stopped. And you could tell he was watching it come around the bend. And he did two songs, and when the end of the second song came, he stopped and he was like, that thing is still going by us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get around right. here. I mean, and that, yeah. that, that's, the, that's how the name came about, isn't it? Collision Bend, the, yep, that, that turn, isn't that the turn? Yeah, it's the turn back, a couple bends back. Okay. Back towards a little bit past the stage. I was Jacob's Pavilion, that's what it's called. Yeah. And so, like, it was, uh, you know, there was a, ships were crashing and crap back then. I mean, that's... I. Yeah. I can only imagine, you know, seeing seeing one come through here, getting two or three, you know, coming through at the oh, same right. time. Like, ugh, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. crazy. We see people, so you'll see it come by, and you'll see if it's a good crowd in the pub. You'll see like everyone running outside, or if they're already out there, they're all getting their cameras. Like, you know, whether they're Clevelanders or or they are tourists, it's like a bunch of tourists coming through. And uh, you would think, like after being down here and getting used to it for two years, it would wouldn't be that big of a deal to us. But even when we're brewing, we're the only two in here. Like. If, if one comes by that we haven't seen in a while, we're like, oh, check it out, check it out. We're like, run to the door. So <laughs> Makes you feel like kids yeah, again. We love yeah. to see the seagulls uh, in the, in the wintertime especially. It stirs up some food for them. So there's an occurrence that happens behind there called that the people that work on the boats call a gulnado. So we named it one of our IPAs, <laughs> gulnado. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so. that's a, I never, I've never heard of that term before. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, cool. That's really cool. So uh, Sunset Wheat, uh, you guys are about to actually put back into cans. Am I right on that? That's right. That's right. Uh, what, uh, when can people expect to see that uh, hopefully out on shelves? Late March, mid-March? Uh, we're releasing it April 5th at all oh, the Heinen stores. And then every other place that we distribute to should see it uh, that following Monday or Tuesday. Very yeah. cool. Great beer, great design on the cans. Uh, definitely a must try. If you have not tried it yet, seriously, uh, get it. Uh, come down here and try it on tap. Great beer. Uh, anything you want to get out about the beer that I might have uh, forgot to touch on? No, just give it a try. Hopefully, uh, don't expect it to be over the top fruity like some fruit beers are. Um, that was done on purpose. We wanted it to be a nice, balanced beer that tastes like beer. Um, so the orange is there but it's not the dominant flavor necessarily mm-hmm. and what i really like about it personally is that uh this nice tart finish that it has it finishes kind of leaves you wanting more right. beer which i think is kind of a smart way to brew beer that's the that's yeah. the, <laughs> uh, the best way to brew beer yeah. i think uh well thank you guys uh, for being here tune in next week for another episode on collision bend